folks, welcome back to Good Vibes Nation. Doug, in the studio. I am here. How are you, man? I'm doing well, Nick. Doing well. I got a little sipper of Boone's bourbon, the official bourbon of Good Vibes Nation. That's so correct, it's man. even better. It doesn't get any better than that. It do not. Yeah, man. Glad you're in the studio. First and foremost, it's been an eventful week, man. The uh, the Queen has died. Yes. We didn't talk about that yet. Yeah. Uh, 96. Years yeah. old, on the throne for 70, 70 years. 70 years. That's we were talking about crazy. that this morning. 70 years she was crazy. the queen. That's pretty nuts, man. That's not what this episode is about, folks, but I just want to talk about that real quick. I I watched a little bit. I mean, obviously, I love history. You guys know that. I watched a little bit of the uh, pomp and circumstance, I guess you could say, that's going on with mm-hmm. the change of power over there. Yeah. And they had a 96-gun salute Wow, for the queen. And it wasn't like rifles. I mean, these were cannons. And it looked like, and I could be wrong, but it, they were definitely different areas around, I mean, all over the place, I guess, all over the country. Yeah. And it would go like, you know, they would call, they'd be like, cannon one. When it was like th- set up about like three cannons in each whatever spot. There's a ton of them. They're all dressed different. Dude, there were British ninjas. Really? Yes, I'll have to get a picture of it. They had like a uniform on, but they had like towels wrapped around their head that you could only see like their eyes and white long sleeves and gloves. Nice. I was like, there's British ninjas. Nice. I didn't know there was British ninjas. I did not know either. I want to check that out. Definitely interested. But yeah, so that, that was news. And then, of course, uh, we were actually recording this on September 11th. Um, so that's what this episode is going to be about. 21 years ago, we had the... Uh, Deadliest terrorist attack in, in human history. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who listens, but there was four coordinated suicide terrorist attacks that were carried out by the militant Islamic extremist network, Al-Qaeda. Uh, 19 terrorists hijacked four commercial airliners. They were full of fuel traveling from the northeast to, to California. Uh, that was intentional. Uh, two planes hit the uh, Twin Towers in New York City. Uh, third plane hit the Pentagon. And a fourth one crashed in a, in a field in, in Pennsylvania by some heroic passengers. There was almost 3,000 people died, 2,500 injuries, and that's not to mention like the long-term yeah. you know, effects and health consequences that we're still seeing today. $10 billion in infrastructure, I read, was the property damage alone for that. And uh, those heroes, too, obviously, I talk about them. There was 340 firefighters and 72 police officers that died. That, that day alone. Uh, and this hit close to home for us. We're both from the Northeast. Doug's from New York. I'm from New Jersey. Uh, live in Greensboro now. And we had a, a Greensboro native, Sandy Bradshaw. She mm-hmm. was on, uh, she was a flight attendant that was on Flight 93. She was 38 at the time. She was a hero, man. She called United Airlines and let them know that they had an emergency. She described a terrorist. She called her husband. I think one of the last things they heard her say was she was telling her husband that they were boiling water to you know, help go in there and fight in that cockpit. But I want to talk about, before we get to the ultimate question I want to ask, let's let's kind of go back and and relive this for a minute. So the first question, man, where where were you? I don't know if we've ever really had an in-depth conversation yeah. about this. So let's, let's do it now. Now it's a better time than any, right? Right. Uh, so I was a senior in college, actually my last semester because – I graduated in that December. Was a senior in college. I was living in like a you know my college house, and I remember getting a phone call about you know eight fifty in the morning. <laughs> it's a funny story. 
I was supposed to be in class that day, and I didn't go to class for some reason. I don't know why I didn't go to class, but because uh, it was a class I normally go to, but probably partying the night before or something like that. But um, anyway, so I was supposed to be in class, and I got this call at like 8.50, and I'm like, oh, like I hear my phone ringing. I'm like, oh, God, like somebody's calling me because I'm not in class. And so I pick it up, and it was a friend. They were like, hey, have you watched the news? I'm like, no. And they're like, turn on the news. Like, a plane hit the World Trade Center. And so I turn it on. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And well, so obviously it's on every channel. We're watching it. I'm trying to call home and um, not really getting anybody. You know, not really thinking at this point. At this point, you're just thinking it's a yeah, it's an accident, right. you know. And so it wasn't like, you know, frantically dialing everybody until the second plane hit. And I, I mean, I watched it, you know, we, we kind of watched it. I remember watching it happen and we were all kind of in the living room and I went into my separate like bedroom and I remember just sitting in my bedroom and, and then starting to frantically call and, and, and all the lines were busy, you know, all the, you couldn't call into New York. And so I was like scared out of my mind, you know, I didn't know, you didn't know what to even think at yeah. that point. Uh, and I remember thinking, you know, I mean, I'm two and a half hours away and I remember thinking like, this is like a world war yeah. kind of, you know, like are they're attacking us. Like, are we in danger here? You know, what, what can I do? Blah, blah, blah. So for the people you were in New York yeah, I was State. in Al- I was in Albany, right? In Albany, yeah. right? That's where you Albany, went to college, York, right? Yeah, right. And, and how far out? You said about two and a half hours it's out about, from the city. It's about two and a half hours north of the city. Okay, yeah, right. and then where were your family members? They were in. Uh, my family is from Westchester County, which is about forty five minutes north of the city. Yeah. It's just just north of the Bronx. Pretty close. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they were very close, and I had friends. Um several friends working in the city mm-hmm. at that time. So those are the ones I was really, you know, obviously really worried about. Um, and, but again, like you just, you can't talk to him. Like there, at that point you couldn't talk to anybody. Yeah. Like you couldn't call anybody. Every, you know, phone line was busy. <clears throat> you just try to dial and it was just, I remember just trying to call anybody and, and not, and not being able to call, not being able to talk to anybody. And that was kind of the scariest part part. Because cell phones were relatively new, and, you know, it, it, there wasn't, like, you know, it was like, oh, well, you know, why is that happening? And, you know, why can't we talk to anybody? Because we didn't know, like, you know, the... Infrastructure the, the, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, right. We didn't know how that worked. Right. And, um, so, it. right. Um, you know, and then I just remember the rest of that day, you know, and obviously, and then the third plane hit and, and uh, the Pentagon. And at that point, I remember... That was when I was remember thinking like, okay, like we're in a war now. Like this is gonna like this is gonna be World War Three. Mm. Uh, are they gonna attack other places? Like uh, it was. I remember being like scared uh, for what was you know what was gonna happen next. And I remember just kind of all of us kind of just sitting around um, our house, just watching the news. I remember just just continually watching and. Um, hearing more information come in and different things like that. And um, and then finally, you know, obviously watching the towers fall. And I remember just, you know, I, I don't remember, like, if I cry. I don't think I cried or anything like that. But I just, uh, the, only re- the only feeling I remember is just being scared. Mm. Like, I remember being, like, scared for, like, what, what was 
where were we going, yeah. right? Like, what was happening right now? Like, just we had never, obviously, no one had ever, right, had ever dealt with anything like this. And so it was just the unknown of, like, why is this happening? Yeah. What's going to happen next? Like, is there going to be more of this? And that kind of thing. And so it was just, it was it was the scariest day, obviously, we've I've ever had. Yeah. In our, yeah. In, our in our lifetime. Right. I'll go ahead and answer that question myself, too. I was, uh, I was already in North Carolina at that time. Oh, you were? I was, yeah. And I had just gotten a job working for a security company. And I was, uh, I mean, by security company, I was literally putting in home security systems in, mm-hmm. in the houses. So I was working that morning. And I remember we had a, a lady's house to, to go to. And we go inside. And the plane had hit the first tower. Mm-hmm. And at that point, didn't know it was a plane. The lady's like, has a new is on. And she's like, I'm like, oh my gosh, is that uh, is that the Twin Towers? And she's like, yeah. She's like, something happened. There was an explosion. And I'm like, oh man. And at at, at that time, mm-hmm. that's about when the the second plane. And like yeah. you said, you saw the second right. plane go in. And I, even seeing it, I don't think it even registered that yeah. it was terrorist. Right. I'm right. kind of like, whoa, something's wrong. But I don't really comprehend. Yeah. What's what's going on? So. That being said, we had a job to do, and that lady was just, she left the the news on, and we were, were working, and I was trying to do my best to, you know, do my job, but still, like, paying attention. She kept us abreast on everything. She'd be like, They're, they just reported an explosion at the Pentagon. Right. You know, and then now, you know, later on, obviously, you know, something something happened in, in Pennsylvania, because I don't mm-hmm. think they realized what had happened at, the, at that point with that plane there, too. So, you know, it was a... Decent sized job, and I remember finishing it up and just you know heading home and just listening to the news all all the way home. I was working with a guy at a partner, uh, doing that job and just going home, going to my apartment, and like you said, just watching the footage. And I remember being just numb, right? Right. I mean, just yeah. Totally. A, yeah. Numb right. To, to that's what I mean, going like on. it was. Uh, that's why I was like trying to describe. Like I wasn't sad like it was weird the weirdest feeling like i don't remember being sad yeah and you understood what happened you know at that point i mean you knew we didn't know to the to the extent of exactly how many people died but you knew that there was a lot of people in those buildings you knew that the right the outcome was not going to be good right you know we hoped that they could find more people alive and stuff like that but you knew it was going to be mass mass casualties and being from new jersey being from new york you either knew somebody that was in the city was sure. involved in the right. building so it really really hit hit home i remember calling you know my family you know obviously just making sure that they're right we were in new jersey and we we live about an hour and 15 minutes uh south of of the city it takes us about an hour and 15 minutes to get in there to manhattan but still close enough to you know my brother-in-law he commuted he worked in the city and he yeah. was on, he couldn't get in he was actually on his way in uh, when that happened, yeah. and they shut everything down, right, right, and they were getting everybody, getting everybody out of there, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember just the the days that followed, you know, just being in awe of what was gonna what was gonna happen, right? Is this World War Three? Are there yeah. is there gonna be drafts? You know, at, at that age, you know, <laughs> right, or twenty twenty one years ago, it's prime time for us, yeah. our age bracket, mm-hmm. no family, you know. Yep. If there was gonna be a draft, then you pretty much. Right. We're we're probably gonna be picked. Right. So but yeah, I mean it was just 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 crazy times. But I guess my next question would be what's changed since then? If you could think about that. I mean, obviously 
you know, security's amped up all over the place and aircraft, you know, simple things like the, the yeah. cabin doors, you know, you're no, mm-hmm. no longer right. able to go in or not, not that he went in, but able right. to, to see in there right. and, you know, yeah. security to get well, in we, Remember airports. when we were kids, we used to go in. Yeah. You used to get when your I, little. When I was a kid, we used to go in, we used to be able to go in and sit in the cockpit. Yeah. They would show you around yeah, and get right. your little show wings. You all the buttons. And, and, yeah, right. It was just Anymore. a different time, right? And then, they, you know, obviously the, the thermal imaging scanners and stuff for the airports yeah. and all that stuff. It's, it's, I, was, I remember, so I remember watching just this, just this, you know, over the past years. And it always hits home <laughs> the difference when I watch the movie Home Alone for mm. some reason. Because I think about them running through the airport and just running to their gate yeah. and hopping on the plane and and uh you know it just does you know that's that's 25 years ago 30 years ago that's what you were able to do that yeah. you know and you know when i see stuff like that i think and I, it's funny because i flew before uh 9-11 obviously when i was you know kid i was obviously younger but i don't remember that like obviously you know it was a long time ago but like I don't remember it like that. No, not the you know? security and stuff to yeah to the extent right. that it, it is now, and yeah. that's you know kind of part of it is. I mean, it's our kids don't know any better, you know. That's what they grow up to now, right. and even it's in even in, in schools, right? We talked right. about it before. Like Greensboro has put in, you know, metal detectors in in each one of their their schools in the in the county, and um, you know, but it was a it was different, right? I mean, it was. You were, although it was a tragedy, yeah. it brought our nation together, you know, as a community. I mean, especially from being mm-hmm. up there. I know, you know, law enforcement, my, my family's in law enforcement. Everybody was helping everybody, oh, however yeah. that they could. Oh, my gosh. You know, New it Jersey. was unbelievable yeah. up there. Even, I mean, everywhere. And I, and I think of the, um, like, first responders and the, and, the, and the fire departments from all around the country. I mean, yeah. the, the East Coast, never mind. People were coming from Georgia and from Tennessee yeah. and, you know, just to help, you know, whatever they could do to dig through the rubble to, you know, help at the firehouses and things like that. And uh, it was it was an amazing thing to see over the next couple of months, just the thing. And, um, yeah, it was, it was on, obviously, you know, we talk about it on this show. You know, we were, everybody was the same that, yeah. you know, that. We were all Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you didn't see see past anything. Ethnicity, color, you know, political lines. Uh, well, you talk about ethnicity. I think Muslims might have been a little bit. <laughs> correct. On the American, yeah, you're, you're right. exactly right. Because then, yeah, that happened too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, there, there, was was a, a, there was a big anti-Muslim correct. time. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You're you're exactly right. It was a difficult time for them, but it helped. Uh, you know, even other countries strengthen their anti-terrorism. You know, mm-hmm. legislation and and stuff like yeah. that. And, yeah. But know. it was it's crazy because I work with a um an Indian, you know, a man from India, and he says, you know, even because he's you know dark skinned, he has a huge beard and he wears a turban, yeah. and he said that that was the really scary for him i'm sure um you know and it was difficult for him because he knew he knew everybody looked at him like he was a terrorist yeah you know and he wasn't even i mean he's from india guilty by <laughs> right guilty yeah. by association right. per se but right different 
definitely from a, a different part of the the world than than they came from. But you know, kind of looking back in hindsight, you know those those nineteen terrorists. It's like the things that they did, right? Like they some of them went to to school to be a pilot, mm-hmm. and but like reports had come out, like they specifically said, like I don't care about taking. I just want to learn how to steer, right? You know, like how why why didn't we pick up on that? Right. Why wasn't that a red flag? Like, wait a right. minute, you want to <laughs> just steer this thing? <laughs> you don't want to take off you or land, want, right? You just want to steer this thing, but the stuff like that, and obviously it's it's heartbreaking. And I remember, you know, during that time, my brother had told me like he had a friend uh, that was in I, don't, I remember it was the North of the South Tower, but as soon as it hit, her coworker had said to her, to her "We got to go." Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you talking about? There was just like, and at that point, they didn't know it was a, right. you know, an airplane or anything. He goes, I'm telling you. He goes, you don't have it here, but where I come from, he said, "That's this is a terrorist attack and we need to leave. Really? Yeah, and it ended up saving her life because yeah. they ended up getting down and getting out of the building. Right. But just the, you know, the trauma stories of that, because she even said by that time that they had gotten out and she thought that they were being bombed. Mm-hmm. As they got down to the to the street level, and it was just literally the people it's that people falling, jumping, yeah, yeah right. that that had to. You There's know. so many images you see and stories like that that just, I mean, they just tug at your heartstrings and they just kill you. Like I can't imagine living with. There was a there was a story I was watching yesterday on you know September 11th, and there was a fireman who had 12 people at his firehouse that day and obviously as soon as the the um first plane hit they went over there and all 11 of them didn't make it and he was the only one and just the guilt that guy felt oh, yeah. and you could tell Survivor's from his guilt. yeah you could tell from his interview and, and just his um manner you know yeah there's just there was so much of that you know like I said it was terrible but there's yeah. so many of those stories though there is. Of people just of, there were so many heroes that day, yeah. right? There were so many heroes. You know, you just think of if those people weren't there, yeah. how many people would have, you know, perished and would have yeah, died. Yeah, because they, they you right, know. you're right. They did save some. Some got out. Yeah, you know, they some, saved some so survived. many. Yep. The, the, the first responders and the firefighters saved, and the police saved, Yeah, I mean, hundreds and probably thousands of lives that day. Yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. So, I mean, the... The cleanup happened, and again, this is uh, you know hits close close to home here. I mean, we've got a, a local construction company that helped out a lot with the cleanup up there. D.H. Griffin. D.H. Griffin, and they're still like all all around here um, in in North Carolina, in in Greensboro specifically, because that's where they're out of. They uh, help get some of that steel out, and there's still pieces like memorials and stuff that are set mm-hmm. up. Uh, there's one in Kernersville, there's one in you know, Greensboro, right. where you can go and visit. Which is pretty cool, and that guy—he didn't charge anything. Like nope. he just—he just wanted to help. Yeah, man. And there's that's that's what I mean. There's just so many stories of that of just people just, you know, helping for, for in all sorts of industries, right. just locally and nationally, and and really around the world. I mean, if you look at it, you know, yeah. there was you know uh, the help from other countries was huge, um, and the support and everything like that that we got was that on that. That day after, you know, you talk about September 12th and what a crazy day that was. And then, you know, going forward, the, those next couple of months were just, right. like, it was a tough time. Well, that's why I wanted to talk about it, too. So, you know, after, the, you know, the effects after. It took eight months to clean up Ground Zero, you know, and just get it all cleaned up. The Pentagon was, you know, fixed within about a year. You know, they had begun construction on what's called One World Trade Now, 
in uh, 2006. So it was about five years after, you know, the the mm-hmm. attack, and that took that took a while. Yeah, I think that that was 2014 when they finally opened right. uh, those doors. You know, and obviously there's memorials and stuff like that up up north and um, at the sites and. You know, in Pennsylvania and and stuff like that too. Have you visited those? Before I ask my next question, have you been up there for any of that? I have not been to the new building, but I was in New York City. Oh gosh, probably six or seven years after. No, it was less than that because there was at that time they had just started building the memorial. Yeah, um, but it wasn't. I mean, it was just a pit. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything yet. Yeah, um, but we went down there and we looked and we saw it and stuff like that. And but uh, yeah, no, at that time it wasn't it wasn't anything. Okay, it was just a big pit in the middle of an island. And that's all we saw. We saw the Kelly and I saw the memorial, uh, but that's it. We've we've not been in one world. Or I definitely want to go to the museum the next time I go up there to visit that. But twenty one years, right? An entire generation, yeah, has passed. So my next question: What do your kids know? Um, we kind of, we talk about it kind of, I guess on this day every year and we tell them what happened, you know, and they, they basically just know the, the basics of, you know, uh, we try to we try to keep it positive and tell them about the heroes, like yeah. I said, um, you know, and, and how brave people were on that day. But, um, yeah, they know that, you know, planes hit the air, you know, planes knock down the buildings and. Hit the Pentagon, just the basics of it, basically. It's hard, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to to talk about it with your kids because you want to let them know what happened. And right. you know, our our kids are twelve and eight. Mm-hmm. You know, so especially the the eight year old. You know, you don't want to scare her, right? To be able to get on an airplane right. or, or mm-hmm. stuff like that too. But you want to you want them to know the reality of what happened and what you know transpired. You know, and the and the, and the loss of of life and. Um, what the bad people did, but just like you said, what the good people did. Right. You know, right. let them know that, you know, us mm-hmm. look as a nation came, came together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy to hear, like, you know, I guess it's just part of getting old, right? <laughs> like they, they come home each year and they learn about it in history class, whether right. it's in September or whenever they go over it. But to hear the history that you lived. Yeah. Right. You know, like right. I'm a big history bus. So we talk about Vietnam. I didn't, I wasn't alive in Vietnam. So, you know, Somebody telling me a story, it's a story. Right. But somebody, you know, your kid coming home and be like, this is what we learned in school today. You're like, you lived it. You saw yeah. it. You we felt it. You know what I mean? So it's it's pretty crazy. I hope that the, that continues to happen. I think it's a very important part of history that we need to keep going forward. Yeah. Because that leads me to the ultimate, ultimate question is kind of how I'm feeling right now is, have we forgotten about it as a country? Has so much time faded that it's now just like I just said about Vietnam, mm-hmm. that it's just something in the history books, you know, because for, for us who lived it, who right. felt it, who mm-hmm. come from there, right. like I said, like you're attached to it somehow, some way you knew somebody or something, right. you know, or helped, you know, helped in some way. Yeah. Have we gotten to a part in history where mm-hmm. it's just a story? I, I don't think so because, um, like you said, you know, we, I know for me, like, obviously, you know, our age people and older n- will never forget, right? We'll never forget where we were. And, it, you know, um, you know, we'll never forget, you know, who we were with and, and how we felt that day and all that stuff. But, you know, our kids, 
I want them to always, I want them to know about it, but they'll never have it like we did, right? Same thing with, you know, how our parents, I remember, you know, talking to my parents about, um, like when JFK was assassinated, and they remember where they were and, you know, who they were with and what classroom they were in and their teacher's name and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for us, that it, you know, for me, JFK is is history, and it's you know, it's a, it's a. It, I read about it in history books, and I watched the movie, and you know, and different things like that. So I, I, you know, I hope we don't ever. You know, I don't think we'll ever forget that day. I don't think we'll that day will never like go away in our history. Just like you know, other terrible days like JFK and Pearl Harbor and all those things. But of but as our generation moves on, you know, it, it'll, I think, yeah, it'll just become, you know, another story in the, you know, in the history books. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think. Or fortunately, you know, who, you know. Yeah. I think, and I've been thinking about it, um, and I think we have to an extent. You know, I hear what you're saying about, like, our, our generation was there, but, you know, go back to September 12th. Go back to the patriotism. Go back to the unity that we had. Go mm-hmm. back to the fact that we didn't see black or white or ethnicity like we talked about before or political lines. We were all united. We were all Americans. Mm-hmm. We were all, you know, we were mad. Mm-hmm. You know, we were mad. I remember being mad, mm-hmm. you know, like you said. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the, those that didn't have anything to do with it, if you were Muslim you know, or Islamic and over here, right, they looked at you different. Right. You know, and not that that was right, but you were you were irritated that this happened on our land. Right. This happened, you know, mm-hmm. something so, I don't want to say simplistic, you know, because it wasn't a, an atomic bomb or missiles fired against us. They actually took control of airplanes. Right. And used them as bombs. Our, how, yeah. yeah. How our could airplanes. that happen? Our how airplanes. could that happen, mm-hmm. right? So, and I think that just like anything, like a death, whether it's in the family or, or what, you know, time fades, sure, and it heals a little bit. But I think those, you know, those wounds are always there. I was watching uh, a woman uh, before you got here. I still have it on the background, but about nine eleven, she lost her husband, a firefighter. Uh, tell a story real quick. He was, you know, one of the first responders there. He was about to go in the building. He got hit with a person, literally, mm. before he went in there. Somebody that had jumped, landed yeah. on him, and literally, that, that's how he died. Yeah. And she's telling the story, and you could tell some of the clips were from back then. Right. And then some of the clips were present day because they Mm -hmm. had a kid together, and the kid is now 20-something years old. And you could see the the brokenness and how she couldn't even get the words out of her mouth 20, you know, 21 years ago. Right. And now Mm -hmm. she's sitting there telling that story. Right. Just like you and I are having this conversation. She right. still loved, you know, her, her husband. Right. And like she said, it'll always be a part of, you know, mm-hmm. our lives and stuff like that. Yeah. And I always have that love there. But she's having a, a conversation just like she can talk about the whole thing without breaking down Yeah. at this point. And I kind of feel like that's how we are as a society. Right. And it's now become, yeah, uh, a post every, you know, once a year. Right. And we forget about it. Right. But I think that, you know, overall... I think that it a slow fade, right, happened because the patriotism started to go away. Mm-hmm. You couldn't find a flag. You couldn't get a flag. Oh. You couldn't order a flag. There was no flags. Yeah. You know, and it didn't matter what political side you were on. Right. Everybody was helping. And then right. all of a sudden, you know, 
after time, you know, goes by, mm-hmm. now there's that divide again. Yeah. It's like that's what I think we what we forgot. Yeah. Well, that's one of the thing. One of the things that I remember, um, you talk about political stuff is you know, at the time I was twenty. What was I? Twenty three years. Twenty two. Twenty three years old. And you know, I wasn't really. In you know, at that point, I was. No, we weren't in paying college. attention. Right. We weren't paying attention Sports to that stuff. Sports and where the next party was. But I will never forget two things about that, and one of which was George Bush basically on the pile of rubble yeah. with the megaphone um, saying, "We're going to find these people and we're going to bring them justice." And then the second thing was him throwing out the first pitch at Yankee, Yankee Stadium, Stadium during yeah. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, I just remember feeling so prideful at those two of like at those two things. Yeah, I agree. And just being like, yeah, like we're going to we're going to we're going to make it back. Like yeah. we're back. Yeah. And that was a big thing too, was the sports part of it. You know, I remember, you know, the first football game back and I remember the first baseball game back in New York and I remember, you know, all that stuff. And actually, um I was we you know we talked about this before, but I was at the Olympics that first year, which were in, you know, in America, they were in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And so I, I just remember the, the pride and the passion that people had for, you know, what we stood for at that yeah. time, you know. You know, and then, yeah, yeah, you, you do. You you know, it starts to fade. Yeah. You know, it starts to fade and it's, you know, you don't want it to, but, it you know, it's just natural human instinct, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, but uh, it also, too, led to a you know, 20-year war, you know. Did. That we that you know that we were in and you know we lost lives there too and you know and and that wasn't you know there was there was a there was a fight on whether we should have been there too you yeah. know what I'm saying Another a political Vietnam, fight. Yeah, right right um, so it was you know it did all of the aftermath you know those first couple months obviously were so prideful but all if if you look at the totality of the aftermath of nine eleven. You know, not all of it was this great grand thing of America being awesome. You know what I mean? No. So a lot, you know, a lot of, you know, no, just like you said, uh, I mean, the the fight alone, right? I mean, we we lost soldiers over that right. casualties right. there, you know, and then like yeah, I mean, it ended up being a a, a twenty twenty year war. Uh, but we want to hear what you guys have to say. I mean, that's a question we want to present you to. You know, nine eleven, have we forgotten? Hit us up. On our social media sites, Good Vibes Nation on Facebook and GVN underscore Good Vibes Nation at Instagram. And let us know what you think, man. We're going to put this out there uh, this upcoming week on Wednesday when it drops. And we want to hear your thoughts. So hit us up and stay tuned for more Good Vibes Nation. we got some cool guests coming up and you won't just hear me and Dougie going back and forth at it. I know you guys look to that as a change from time to time, but stay tuned. But for now, we out. See ya. Hey guys, Nick here. Just wanted to take a second and shout out the Next Top Recruits, an official sponsor of us here at Good Vibes Nation. The Next Top Recruits is your connection to college coaches. They partner with student athletes and their families along the journey to college athletics. They help them find their best fit academically, all while utilizing their connections with the college coaches to put the athlete in the best position possible to be recruited. If you are or know of an athlete that is looking to get recruited or even have any questions about the process, Check out Next Top Recruits at www.nexttoprecruits.com. Also, the Next Top Recruits has a great fast pitch softball organization here in North Carolina. 
They have teams ranging from 10U all the way up to the high school level and are located in various cities throughout the triad and surrounding areas. If you're interested in your daughter playing for an elite organization that will help develop their skills they'll need to play at the next level, you can reach out to Ken Carlisle at ken.carlyle at nexttoprecruits.com. That's Ken Carlisle at ken.carlyle at nexttoprecruits.com. All right, guys, we are back. We have got a bit that we only done once, and we're going to do it again. Our daughters are in the studio. First and foremost, Sophia, which is Doug's daughter. How are you, Sophia? I'm good. Tell Good Vibes Nation how old you are. Um, I'm nine years old. Nine years old. Awesome. Do you watch a lot of TV or movies with your dad at all? Yeah. Okay. All right. Mostly so. mostly YouTube, but. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. So here's the game, Sophia. Okay, yeah. you're going to go first. I'm going to show you a picture of a celebrity. Okay. If you don't know who they are, we'll tell you who they are. And all you have to do is guess how old they are. Okay. All right? Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. We're going to do you first, and you're going to do three. And then we'll get my daughter, Carly, on to do three. So here we go. Here's your first one. His name is Adam Sandler. Okay? I'm going to okay. show you the picture. Here he goes. Okay. How old do you think Adam Sandler is? You know who Adam Sandler is? Yeah. You've seen him before? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say like in his 40s maybe. Okay. Okay. Give us an answer. Um, 41. 41. Good guess. Good How old guess. is he, Doug? Uh, Adam Sandler is 56 years old. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. It looks good for his age. Yeah, right? he does. Yeah. All right, that's number one. That's good a good job. guess. He it definitely is. looks younger than Daddy, though. Yeah. Is that where you were going with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Here's one for you. All right, this one your dad will like. Okay. This guy's name. He's an actor. <laughs> I don't know who that is. His name's Bill Murray. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've heard that name before. I'm sure around your house. But, your your yes. mom and dad are Bill Murray fans. <laughs> that's How right. How old's Bill Murray, Sophia? Um, he was in Space Jam. I'm going to say, like, 65. 65, good guess. Good guess. How old's Bill? Bill Murray is 71 years old this month, September 21st. Is is 65 old, Sophia? Is that, like, real old? I'm sorry. Not really old. He will be 72 this year. Okay. He's not not quite 72. September 21st, he'll be 72. Okay. So not quite old? Yeah, 75 isn't that old. Okay. Yeah. What's old? Let yeah. me ask you that question. Yeah. How old is old? What's like really old? Really old is like 85. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Just setting okay. the stage. Setting set the stage. I like it. All right. Here we go. One more. Okay. Let's go with this young lady right here. You know mm-hmm. who she is? If you say the name, I might. Beyonce? Yes. I know. <laughs> All right. All right. I was thinking. Okay. Um, I'm going to say she's like. <laughs> You're good. You're good. No pressure. No um, pressure. I'm going to say 35. 35. Queen oh, B. She'd be Queen happy. B. No, uh, she is 
41 years old. Okay. She turned 41 on September 4th. Yeah. It was like the range of 43 and like Mm -hmm. 35. Yeah. That's good. She looks young though. She She does look young. Yeah. All right. Well, good job, Sophia. And also too, I wanted to mention too, that somebody else has a birthday this month on September. Who else has a birthday in September? (gasps) Um, what do you mean? Whose birthday is in September? Mom and Jack. Yeah. Well, yeah. we won't say how old mom is, though. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> right? No, we got to keep that on the locks. <laughs> well, happy birthday to mom and Jack this month. Yeah. And thank you for playing with us, Sophia. Of course. All right. All right. Turn it over to your partner in crime here, Carly Reese in the house. All right, So, Carly, Carly welcome back to the studio. How are you, ma'am? I'm good. Yeah? You ready to do this? Yeah. Okay. So, you ready for your first celebrity? You remember how to play this, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. She's a, she's a veteran. She's a pro, right? Yeah, she's absolutely. a pro. Here's your first one, okay? You know this guy? <gasps> <laughs> it's Sophia in the background. He looks familiar. What's his name? Will Smith. Yeah. Soph knew that one. I heard that yes. one out there. How old's Will Smith, buddy? I'm going to say 57. 57. Oh, yes. How old's Will? Will Smith will, will be 54 years old on Ooh, September 25th. Pretty close, Car. Good job. All right. <laughs> All right. How about this young lady right here? Mm, every, we know who this person yeah. is. I know exactly who that person is. Zendaya. I love it. <laughs> she was from, I think, Casey from Undercover. She from is Disney Casey Plus. Undercover and Spider Man. Oh, yes, yeah, Spider-Man's It's girlfriend. Mary Jane, yep. And she's in I'm going to say, like, 41. 41. Ooh, she might she, be mad at you. <laughs> I would not be at you. She might be mad at you. Or, like, 37. I don't still, know. Still going to be mad at you. <laughs> yeah, probably. How old Zendaya? Zendaya uh, turned 26 on yeah, September 1st. She's pretty young. Yeah. I think the makeup there makes her look older. Yeah. She's younger. All right. One she looks more. very serious in that picture too. Yeah, she's like. Mm. She's not. She's usually more. She's usually more smiley than that, That's right? right? Yeah. She's like serious. Yes, very serious. Come All on. right, here we go. Last it's one. A bad you ready? Picture host. Yeah. Here we go. What about this guy, Keanu Reeves. Point Break. He looks familiar. Yeah, I don't know if you'd seen him in a movie. Yeah, but his hair looks. His hair his looks. Hair familiar. looks yeah. familiar. Okay. Um, Does have good hair. It's in between the 50s or the 60s. I'm going to say 61. Oh, so good guess. So close. Uh, he turned 58 on September Wow, Carr, good job. More, he's so close. He's yes. old. She mentioned his hair. I don't think he's changed his hairstyle since Point Break. Like at five all. years. Yeah, it's about the same, right? Maybe, no, maybe he did change it for uh, speed, right? Yeah. And what was that movie with the baseball team, the little baseball team? Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. God, I can't that movie. Movie. Yep. Think of the I love it when you call me Big Pop. That's right. Yep. All right. Well, this has been great, ladies. Thank you so much for hopping on our podcast. We needed this, right? We had a, a yeah, very yeah. hard conversation, Doug and I did, and uh, we needed this to bring us some, some right. joy and laughter. So thank you for hopping in the studio. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you, ladies. Great job, both of you. Who's the winner? I think it was a tie. I think it's a tie. It was a tie. You guys are pretty close. <laughs> Until next time, we out.